0: Off the Ball.
1: This beautiful country with so many incredible sports stars are going to open up the World Cup and just set an example for so many.
0: Subscribe now to the OTB Football Podcast stream wherever you get your podcasts and download the OTB Sports app. Football on Off the Ball. With Sky. Watch Premier League, Women's Super League, EFL, Scottish Premiership and much more live on Sky Sports. Welcome back to tonight's football show Richie McCormick here with you delighted to say joined on the line by John Giles John welcome back to the show Thank you Richie John I know you're a good man for getting in the sneaky nine holes whenever you can are we, are we dragging you away from the golf this evening or are you somebody who'll no. sit down in front of the Masters can you actually like, sit and, and, and wheedle away five, six hours watching the golf
1: No No I, n- I never could I, lo- I love the golf Richie Yeah uh, By the way I'm not playing golf anymore Are you not? <laughs> no once the, once the virus thing came in yeah. Richie I went back and tried to play. I was hopeless. I was never I was never that good, but I was hopeless. So I, uh, but it was, it, it was a long time anyway, as you know, words you couldn't play. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, so I watched, but I, I, I'm not like, I couldn't watch the telly for five or six hours now, even the Masters.
0: Plus, there's enough football that you get in to watch anyway that I don't think you'd be too popular at home (laughs) for commandeering another (laughs) five, six hours. There's enough watching the
1: football with you on the telly.
0: Come here to (laughs) me. We'll start with what's most recent in the memory because I know they impressed a lot of people last night, perhaps against a pretty poor side, but Newcastle putting some daylight between themselves and fifth place in the race for Champions League football. A 5-1 victory away to West Ham. I know West Ham were poor, um, but Newcastle built on that performance against Manchester United and tore through West Ham last night.
1: They they, uh, they defended very, very badly, West Ham. Mm. They, they, they didn't make it easy for them. But Newcastle took full advantage of it. They've been very, very impressive, uh, Richie. You know, they they had a little spell there, like most teams have, where they weren't so good. Uh, but the match last week against uh, Newcastle...
0: Against United, Manchester United. Uh, yeah. Sorry,
1: sorry, United. Yeah. Uh, were very, very impressive they won well I mean they gave Manchester United a real, a real hiding uh, and, and it was it, it was really really good good performance uh, there's no doubt about that and then last, uh, last night they come up against West Ham and West Ham made it easy for them they made some terrible mistakes in it uh, but really really good there's mm-hmm. no doubt but the Manchester United performance was, was excellent
0: really good and it, it's like th- they've got that thing about a team where every section of the pitch is performing well as a unit so the defense, defensive four which has been largely unchanged throughout the course of the season there's no altering them they perform well their midfield is usually the same two guys maybe there might be one alteration as we saw uh, Joe Willock swapped out uh, last night um, and then up front as well they're managing to score goals when they are after overcoming that little blip whereby goal scoring seemed to be their their kind of Achilles heel, very much worth the Champions League place now at this stage, aren't they, John?
1: Oh, very, 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 very much so, Richie. Uh, you know, like even last week against Manchester United, mm. they, they they brought on three subs, which was Callum Wilson, Joel Linton, Joel and Young Gordon, the lad they got from. Uh, Everton, yeah, and they were on the subs bench, and uh, like it shows you the strength and depth that they have, and certainly the other the yesterday against uh, West Ham. I mean, West Ham made it easy for them. They made a lot of mistakes, but they were very very good in the way in which they won. And they really have a strong team. He's done anyhow. He spent a bit of money, all right, but mm-hmm. he spent it well, uh, and that's all he can do. But they the, the, they certainly look like a team that's deserves to be in the top four this, this this year
0: yeah you kind of figure it's going to be a whole different ball game for them because you're talking about a team who for the the majority of the last 15-20 years haven't had to do deal with and there have been dalliances with Europe but they haven't had to deal with playing Tuesday Wednesday and then back in the weekend or maybe Thursday depending on what competition they're in they're going to be fighting on two fronts from next season and they will need to you mentioned they do have some strength and depth there but they're going to need to build on that even more in the summer but if anybody has the finances to do it well, it's Newcastle that's really the
1: that's the thing Richard. Yeah. I mean you can't do it n- nowadays without the finances hmm. there's no doubt about it Now, that's if you, if you spend the money wisely um, and they have done that Eddie, Eddie Howe has done a big job there and he's done that so far Richard there's no doubt that they're a really really strong team they had a good good attitude they, they were able to bring on those those lads during the week in the match very, very good. So he's done a big job. I mean, there's, there's a lot of teams have money, Richie. And we'll get to one of them <laughs> we in, will. in Chelsea. Yeah, yeah. But the, the money has to be spent wisely. It has to be, uh, 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 apply the manager, back him to do the the, do the signings. And unlike Chelsea, where we have the, the owner there, who seems to be doing it more than anybody else. So Newcastle have done it well. They've appointed Eddie Howe. Uh, he's, he's done a good job. He's getting the right players in, and um, can only get better.
0: Yeah, looks to be. And football and off the ball is brought to you by Sky. All the football you love in one place across Sky Sports, BT Sport, and Premier Sport. The night before, then John, uh, I want to concentrate on the Liverpool side of things because yeah, they were. I don't. Hanging on is probably the the the, the wrong phrase to use there. But the the ball was in the net twice. Twice it was drilled really out by Or pretty accurately so as well. Uh, we have to state, but they look like a team that's fighting not to give anything away now at this stage rather than imposing themselves on a game and that's a, like, it's so far removed from what they were even 12 months ago that it's really hard to countenance the fall-off in performance that there's been at Liverpool in these past 12 months.
1: You can't, I can't understand it, uh, Richie, to be mm. honest. You know, like, Salah was out the other night there was a few players left out and, you know, cu- uh, that made a comment a couple of weeks ago. Like, uh, I don't know what I don't know what team, what what the team is going to turn out today. You know what I mean? What are we going to do today? That's that's very unusual for a manager to be saying that. I mean, the manager has to put things right as much as he possibly can. Uh, but there were quite a few players left out the other night. You know, the the, the Roberts was left out. Alexander's been playing lately. You know, the, I I just don't understand what. Klopp is doing at this particular time, you know. And Chelsea are, are a bit of a head case at the moment as well. Yeah. Uh, but but they they got Frank Lampard in on, 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 on until the end of the season. Uh, but you know, Jurgen Klopp is still there. He's still the manager, has been a brilliant manager for years. And it's very very hard to understand what's gone wrong at the, Like there's, they're in a very very unusual position. Uh, and the very unusual games that they're playing which it's, I, I don't understand it at all how things have gone so badly for Liverpool over you know a, a pretty short period of time.
0: Um, do you think Klopp's been there a good few years now at this stage. Is it a case of there's so many players within that squad now who have heard the message so often that it kind of loses resonance and you stop Paying attention, and if things aren't changed, the song isn't changed, and you kind of get sick of it pretty quickly. Like, is he still the man to to guide Liverpool? In your estimation, would a change of manager in the summer benefit them? Do you think, or do you put him in charge of of rebuilding this team in his own image?
1: Uh, well, I think what you said is 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 quite right, uh, Richie. First of all, we don't know what's mm. going, but but it it can get to a stage with managers where. The players have heard the same story. Um, that, that has happened. You know, it wouldn't be the first time it's happened. And actually, it wouldn't be the first time that's it's happened to Klopp, apparently, over in his previous jobs. You know, seven years, was it was a couple of situations where things started to go wrong. So it's very, very difficult to know it. it, it we're only guessing. I'm only guessing. It could it be the Salah situation where he's got a new contract that the rest of the players wouldn't be happy about it because because he's getting more than them, mm. which seems to be the case. That can happen, uh, Richie. You know. I mean, I, I can go back to my time at Leeds, I, and I'm pretty sure we were all on the same money. But I, I, I know for sure I wouldn't have been happy. say if I'm playing with Billy Bremner, who was who was a brilliant player. And I found out that at that time, or it was certainly in the paper, Billy Bremner got a bigger contract than than all of us. Yeah. Whether it be Norman Hunter, all these these great players, Eddie Gray and, and Alan Clark, it, 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 <clears throat> I, I'm sure that would have spoiled the team spirit that we had at that particular time, Richie.
0: Well, it's very
1: hard to build a team spirit, and it's very very easy to lose it. Yeah, if that's you're, what I found in football.
0: If you're a manager, then <clears throat> and you're worried about that repetition of message. Is it not within, uh, like, are you better off Rotating the squad yourself and even when like you know yourself the best time to to, to, you know get a team better to buy a a decent good player is when the team is at its best so they can make that step on again rather than things going stale so should he have acted in certain positions faster than he has like he should have seen this midfield issue coming whereby they're all getting up in age and the likes of Jordan Henderson James Milner just don't have two games a week in their legs anymore and perhaps they don't even have one even at this stage and that they're full back Fullbacks have become an issue and that they do need somebody who can defend as well is it up to him that he should have seen this issue of perhaps of staleness coming and rotated the squad well, a little bit more
1: well that's 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 one issue uh, or version of it mm. which, but if you go back only what two weeks three weeks they take on Manchester United with Henderson and all these players in that there was a lot of talk about them being past it and they beat them seven seven nilers, whatever it was, Richie, mm. you know. So if you can do that one week, I think what's happened at Liverpool—they got stale. And if you look at the Manchester United match, they had to be up for that match. This was Manchester United, right? They had to be up for that match, and they were. And they hammered Manchester United, one of the best teams in the league. So why are they not doing it every week with the same players? There's some. There's something going wrong in, in 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 maybe the players are coming to a stage where they can't have the right attitude. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Richie? Like they, they, they Henderson and all these guys played in that match and they won it well. And 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 my take on it as, as an ex player is when say I was at Leeds, we're playing Spurs or Arsenal, one of the top teams, Liverpool. You had to be up for it. And when you get up in the morning, when I get up in the morning anyway, I'm nervous, right? You can control the nerves. But you're getting ready for it. You're up for it. This is a team you have to be up for, right? Then the following week, you're playing, say, Southampton, who could have been bottom of the league. Mm. You have to make yourself up for that again, Richie you don't have the same nerves and you don't get, but you have to build up for it. Now, in the Manchester United match with Liverpool, all those players that people are saying, well, he's finished and he's finished, they got themselves up for that match in a big way because they knew they had to. Yeah. If they didn't, Manchester United would take, would take take them to bits. So, they did that. But then the following week, they play playing one against the Leicester, Leicester and yeah. they're beaten again. Yeah. I, I, so, that could be down to the manager as well. You know, I think every manager has, has a life lifespan in the game yeah. and as you said early on they could be saying oh no here we go again here was this and here was that we don't know yeah. it could be the Salah getting his contract to upset the other players we don't know but what we do know is that Liverpool are not the Liverpool that they have been for previous years
0: Given the dip that there's been reason. in the past uh, week or so would you like it's hard to make an argument for them getting a result from Arsenal on Sunday but then again you look at what they did to Manchester United and it's very easy to make an argument that at Anfield big crowd big noisy day mm. backs against the wall they've got the team mm. at the top of the league coming to town there's every reason to believe that as bad as they've been in the past couple of weeks they could probably nick something through sheer force of personality on Sunday.
1: Well it's, it, it's, 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 it's what it's doing which is not the personality it's doing what they should be doing every week mm. Attitude-wise, you see, if the the attitude is not right, uh, uh, Richie, you're not going to win matches. Attitude is everything. I mean, if you go back to Roy Keane playing for Manchester United, one of the great things that Keane did for Manchester United was to make sure they were all up for it every week because he was up for it. That was made what what made Keane great, in my opinion. That that the likes of uh, uh, skulls and and, uh, there's no way he would allow them in any match not to be up for it, right? Now, look at Liverpool. The Manchester United, are up for it. The following week, they're not up for it. And it's all, all about it's all about attitude, Richie, for any team. You know, are we going to do our best? Are we going to get stuck in? Are we going to do this? That's what made Liverpool success, successful for the last few years. And for some reason or other, it's not there now. Yeah. And we're, we're only guessing whether it's Salah's contract. The are getting old. They're fed up. They're fed up here in Klopp every week. We don't know. But there's something missing in a big way. There's no doubt about that.
0: We'll find out, I guess, in the summer when they start to add more players or perhaps they go for even bigger changes. But to
1: be fair, Richard, they have added a few players. You know, they have spent a bit of money in the last few weeks. And they look like good players. In my opinion, they Mm. look like good players. I mean, how many players have they signed, Richard? Look at the strikers.
0: Well, the, the, yeah, the, uh, they they wouldn't be in the the same class because I want to move on, John, before we run out of time. Okay. Of, of, in terms of signings of of Chelsea, who are a madhouse, uh, as we cover, we talked about with uh, we yep. talked about at length with Jonathan Wilson just before he came on there, uh, but I need to touch on them yourself as well. Um, Frank Lampard in as caretaker until the end of the season or mm. whenever they manage to get a, a successor on board for Graham Potter. Mm. It's hard to make sense of this one, isn't
1: it? It's a, yeah, total, total rubbish total rubbish Frank, Frank Lampard has come in, in, in on, 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 until the end of the season I can't see him performing miracles until the end of the season to get the job again you know why, why, why I mean Potter's only there this season and there are a lot of, lot of signings and that he hasn't been responsible for I think that's the owner's responsible for but why not let Potter stay until the end of the season can he get a grip of the situation? There's so many players there that they bought. It's very difficult to do so, and that hasn't—he's not responsible for that. But to sack him at this particular time for Frank Lampard, who has already been sacked at the club, and I can't see Frank performing miracles until the end of the season that they're going to keep him on. So why not let Potter do it? I don't—it's—it's—it's—it's it's, it's, it's a, it's a madhouse, Chelsea, at the moment, with this guy in charge of it. Uh, you know, he's—I think he's buying the players, I don't think Potter's been buying the players. at all. But I, I can't see any sense in getting Frank Lampard in until the end of the season when you've just had a manager in to give him a little bit of time, which he's had very, very little time, to, to put his stamp on it. I'm.
0: I'm, I'm it, it, I, I, I one sense, I was trying to say, I was trying to think, like, what does Frank Lampard get out of this? There could be a perverse situation where he ends up having a very good end to the season and, you know, gets Chelsea to a Champions League semi final and yes. get past Real Madrid. And then what do you do with him? And and on and on the other side of that, if he has an absolute stinker between now and the end of the season, who the hell is going to want him beyond that as a manager?
1: Well, that's that's the game. You're absolutely right, uh, Richard. It could be bad for Frank. Uh, it could be bad for the club. It could be good for everybody if Frank performs a miracle and gets them playing in a way that they should be playing, uh, and and he gets the job back again. It, that that could happen. I I wouldn't think so. Hmm. I think it was it was bad form to to, to to get Potter in uh, to buy the amount of players that they have done, I don't think he's been responsible for that, and to give him a chance, he hasn't had a chance to do it. Now you got Frank in, so they're, they're, it's called it's called being all over the place Richie and that's resp- the, the the American owner is responsible for that
0: uh, John do you know what I think that's probably a kind way of putting it and one that's probably more broadcastable than our actual thoughts on the way <laughs> Chelsea uh, are being run at the moment have you ever were you like when your managerial career because that whole maxim is there of, of never go back was there anywhere that kind of almost tempted you back to to West Brom well to anywhere really like was there any managerial gig where kind of you'd left a couple of years past the vacancy becomes open again, and you think, "Do you know what? Well, I go back in there."
1: No, I never was in that situation. No, Richie, I was in a situation at West Brom where I left after two years and came back after seven years. Yeah, you know, but there was a big change there. Most of the players that I had played with had gone at that particular
0: stage. Yeah, so it's a generational thing. Yeah. It's just, I'm again trying to make sense of the Lampard-Chelsea situation between now and the end of the season um, is a strange one. I because don't
1: think there's any sense in I don't think that you can make any sense in it. It's probably Ricky. a fair point. Probably, you know what <laughs> I mean? Like they, 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 what, what, they, what they need at the moment is a manager and they're looking around, looking around, looking to, they having a clue who to get and Frank is, is available. He's been there before and I think they've said to Frank, can you do it till the end of the season? Yeah. And that's the best they can do or else they have no manager. You know, at the moment, and the way they're going about it, uh, it doesn't look like they're going to get a permanent manager in a hurry, Richie. Yeah. Th- so Frank is willing to do it. Uh, He's—I don't think he's had anything to lose. Good luck to Frank. But from from Chelsea's point of view, it it can't be a good move. That's for sure.
0: It doesn't speak well to the organizational nature of the club no. or lack thereof. The the
1: the owner. Has, has done all the stuff, mm. and it's proven to be wrong. He, he's made a mess of it. Mm. Now he's, he's looking to get, some, get to, to get somebody to get him out of the mess he's in. But he started the mess. He, he, he signed uh, Potter. I don't think. He, he, I think. I don't think ever that Potter was in charge of the situation in the way that he should have been, Richie. I don't think he's responsible for the players, the amount of players they bought, which was madness. Because he's got about 28, 30 players. Where is he going to train them? How is he going to train them? All happy. It's, yeah. it's r- total rubbish. And I, I feel sorry for Potter. I don't think he's been given a chance. And this guy now is trying to get himself out of the mess that he's created Himself.
0: Yeah. If anyone is going to land on their feet from this situation, I kind of figure it'll be Graham potter somewhere else in the summer when he uh, lands uh, at another club. John, uh, listen, absolute pleasure as always. Thanks so much for uh, for taking time out to speak to us. Uh, yeah. Who knows? We might even have um, like half a dozen more managerial sackings the way the bottom half of the table. going Richie, I, yeah.
1: wouldn't be, I wouldn't be surprised.
0: I, I think what you call it. There was that Andy Warhol maxim of uh, every in in the future, uh, everyone will have a chance to manage Chelsea uh, at some stage or another in their career. So you know, you know, keep. The phone lines open, John. They could be calling yeah, soon enough.
1: I wouldn't be surprised where it's going,
0: Richie. <laughs> John, take care. I have a great you. week. I'll speak to you. I'll speak to you Talk to you next week. week. Take care. There you go. Yeah. Football on off the ball with Sky, proud partner and supporter of the Republic of Ireland women's national football team. This
1: is News Talk.